We are Pixie and Ogre. This is an intersectional LGBTQIA plus friendly podcast led by two lesbians living in the sticks of North Carolina. We discuss topics that support our values, including pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-trans and gender non-binary, and pro-sex work, among many other topics. Pixie is me, Mel. I hold a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. Ogre is Laura, who has no degrees or licenses, but just likes to hear her sarcastic fat-ass talk. Good afternoon. It's Mel or Pixie. And Laura or Ogre. How's everyone doing today? Eh, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, kind of eh, here too. <laughs> well, our topic for today, much to my chagrin, just kidding, it was my idea, politics, voting, the election. Ugh. Ugh is an understatement. I'm so sick of the ads. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, on all my social media, it's have you voted, vote for him, vote yep. for them, everything. I'm yeah. sick of it. I can't. I just set up a Snapchat for this podcast, and there's a whole situation about voting and registering to vote. On Snap fucking chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So, a couple things. I don't think that voting does anything. I agree. And I am voting, but honestly, just because if Trump is reelected, I will feel ashamed for not participating. Yes, but I really, I honestly don't think it matters if we vote or not. I, I think that I think that they gave us the the right to vote. To make us feel better? It's an illusion. But it doesn't actually change anything. That's right. And so, you know, if if we have a horrible candidate who wins, like Trump, yep. you know, we can say, oh, we tried. Oh, we did our best. And, you know, the people yeah. spoke. But the people didn't speak. No. You know, we've got this electoral college. Yep, we've got red states, blue states. And it's, it's a little bit ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, when the popular vote last time was for Hillary. Right. And yet, here we are. Yep. And here we are again with two candidates that aren't exactly ideal. And, you know, we have to pick the lesser of two evils, whatever you think that is. Um, and, and again, if Trump wins... You know, the people are going to be like, oh, we'll try again in four years, um, you know, to get somebody in there that's Well, thank decent. Christ he can't be another option in four years. He'll rewrite something to get it. I mean, before we know it, he's going to be the king of America. Oh, my gosh, don't. That's horrifying. And that's we'll horrifying. Have to go through, we'll have to go through his whole lineage before we get rid of the Trump family. Um, no, I... Um, I agree with you. I, I think it's a broken system. I think it's a flawed system. And that's why I don't like the idea of participating in a system that doesn't actually have my best interest at heart, doesn't actually care. Like, one vote does not equal one vote. Exactly. And yet they try to convince us that it does. And it's it's not. It's not. That's not how it works. And let's back this up for a second. For as long as I can remember, since I've been able to vote, 
the candidates have always been, eh. I mean, honestly, rich white men. Yeah. You know, with the exception of Obama. Correct. We've had shitty choices. I mean, yes. honestly, just real shitty choices. And the people have to choose between the lesser of two evils. That's right. And the people that we've been electing president and the people that we've been electing the Congress and as governors and representatives, they really don't know what it's like to be a lower income or no. even a middle income American citizen. They don't have these issues. And that's what talks is the money. The money buys votes. We don't live in a democracy. We live in or a corpocracy or capitalism. Yes. Fuck capitalism. Yes, that's our motto around here. It is. I say it at least once a day. And if I've only said it once, you know, I haven't probably left the house and haven't watched any ads. <laughs> so I've probably just been watching streaming TV. But that, at the end of the day, is what what talks. And the candidates, their so-called platforms and agendas, they're only saying what, what they think they want us to hear. They're going to be as moderate as possible with just slight leanings to either the left or the right, depending on if they're Democrat or Republican. But for the most part, they're going to play middle ground to satisfy everyone or at least most right and then when they get elected they do whatever the fuck they want to do Absolutely. anyway which and has, they don't have much power anyway and, and they don't but they they never act in the best interest of the american people they yeah. act in the best interest of whoever gave them the most contributions to their campaign fund which brings me to another point that please oh it irks me oh uh -oh. we don't want the ogre irked <laughs> <laughs> is that you cannot run for office, doesn't matter what kind of office, whether it's mayor all the way up to president, you cannot run for office unless you have money. And absolutely. And it's absolutely ridiculous, the millions upon millions of yes. dollars that are spent on the elections, on the uh, adver uh, advertisements, That's the, right. you know, the television, the print media, the um, can't, just the entire campaign funds. I mean, we're talking millions and millions of dollars. Yep. And it, the, it's pointless. It's useless. Absolutely. So, uh, unless you have money or you have enough contacts to get enough donations. That's right. You can't run. It's who so, you know and it's what's in your bank account. And what's in your bank account. And so, and the richer you are, the more rich contacts you have, which Correct. means you have more donors and more accessibility to. Uh, corporate sponsorships and things like that. And I know that they set caps on donations and things Whatever. like this. Give me, give they me get a around break. that all the give time. Give me a fucking break. Again, it's supposed to make us feel better about the process. Nope. But there are no checks and balances when it comes to this. That's absolutely right. And it, even if someone is caught, they get a slap on the wrist and nothing ever fucking happens That's to them. That's right. There's nothing. So my issue is... I would like to have a president who is a school teacher or a firefighter, a nurse, a nurse, um, somebody who has maybe raised children or had to deal with, you know, uh, shitty daycares right. or not being able to afford enough food one week. I want somebody who has lived a real life. Yeah. I don't want some fat ass, rich old guy up there. I mean, I mean, they can be fat. It's okay. I'm not shaming fat people. I know, I'm teasing you. I'm, I'm thinking of 
of the, you know, just the fat cat, that cat kind of scenario. Bulging pockets. Bulging pockets. Not in a good way. Top hat, yeah. <laughs> um, it just, it, it pisses me off that normal people can't run. And, you know, yeah. I, I see in, in smaller elections, like for mayor, city council, that you, normal people do run and normal people do get elected. But even in those elections, I don't believe that they're, once they get elected, I don't believe that they're out for what's best for the people. They're out for what's best for them. Right. And I think a lot of people that maybe start at the bottom, like we're wanting, once they get to the point of running for president or a big office like that, there is a level of corruption I believe they all have. Mm-hmm. They've had to sell a little bit of their soul in order to get that far because if they really maintained their full integrity the entire time, they would not make it that far. Because you have to concede on certain things in order to make it. You have to literally make deals with devils in order to make it that far. So I don't think there should be any president. I think we need to start over. I think we just need to take a match to everything and start the whole world over again. The whole world? Everything. I'm Everything thinking, must go. I, I kind of like the whole Clearance world. Sale. It's just it's it's United States of America that seems to be having some issues. I, we're not the only ones. We're not the only ones. But I, I think, think we're we the just biggest need to ones. Start over. Um, I, I think as a planet, we just need to shake ourselves off, <laughs> concede that we have you know really fucked shit up, and and let let Mother Earth kind of regroup for you know a few millennia, and then start over with what we've learned. I think, you know, going back to the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, like these were all created in, in, in a time that, that will never exist again yeah. and doesn't exist now. And we as a, as a country have changed exponentially yep. since those documents were written. Absolutely. And we have failed to evolve our, our politics, our government, with the times we've stick we you know we keep we keep going back to these you know what are they 100 200 300 year old documents i don't even know when they were written 1776 or some shit yeah. i don't even know what year it is 2020 the year of our lord <laughs> <laughs> so, i just laughed and hiccuped so they were written a very long time ago <laughs> is my point a very long time and we haven't evolved our government or no. anything um as human beings and technology have evolved. And, and the government is one thing that I think that it started out as a democracy and it started out with the best intentions. But I think as the years go by, it's just become more and more corrupt and just more and more bullshit. You know, I'm, I'm not happy with, I, I, I'm not, I will tell you this right now, I am not voting for Trump just because I think that he's an evil little man. But I'm not happy with Biden either. Yeah, no, I'm not voting for Trump either. And and the fact that he's an evil little man is one of many reasons, yes. obviously. But um, I agree. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, it, it's it, like you said, it's the lesser of, of two evils. I mean, I sat here at this table yesterday and begrudgingly filled out my mail-in voter ballot. And I looked fucking miserable. Yes. I, I'm not happy about this. I No, 
And my social media feeds are blowing up with people yep. all happy, you know, with the little I voted stickers. And apparently they're giving out pens this year. I've seen a lot of selfies at the mailbox, people putting in their mail mm-hmm. in vote. I, I don't want to sound like I'm faulting people for, for being excited about something that we have a right to do. What I think gets me so frustrated is you can have an intelligent conversation with most people and they will agree, yes, the voting system is outdated, it's not um, for the individual, and then you'll have this conversation, you're like, oh, awesome, we're on the same page. And then inevitably it ends with, but we really need to vote, it's really important this year. It's important every year. Well, if it, it mattered, if it, it doesn't, worked, but it doesn't. It doesn't. And so we're wasting millions upon millions of dollars on these elections for people to go out and vote and be all excited about yep. it when it doesn't even fucking matter. It literally does not matter. And the millions of dollars that are spent during elections could be better used. I can think of many other yes. <laughs> beneficial things. And I believe we, we, need to, we need to burn the government to the ground and we need yes. to start over. We yes. just keep putting Band-Aids on things That's and right. piling gauze on top of bloody wounds. Yep. But we're not actually fixing any of the problems. Right. And running for president shouldn't cost money. There should be a cap on the amount of money you're allowed to spend Absolutely. on a campaign. And it should be a legitimate number. And it should be enforceable, like you said, instead of... Enforceable, yes. But I I think we are so far gone from that because we are so in bed with corporations that are fueling all of these elections, Mm -hmm. lobbyists that are fueling all of these decisions. We, as individuals in this country, I don't think we can fathom how tightly interwoven corporations and this fucking government are. Like, I think we can conceive of it theoretically, but I think if we were to actually look, our minds would explode. I, I think we would, I think we would die. I think it, it is intricate, intricate and it's designed that way so that American people can't see it. That's right. And if you look at some of the top corporations, and a lot of them are pharmaceutical companies, but you look at some of the, the biggest corporations in America, yeah. and you look at their holdings... And you see, you know, you do a little um, diagram with, you know, big pharma at the top and then all of their holdings, all of the companies that they own and all of the companies that they own and how it gets woven into the government. And so the bottom line is like corporations are the government. So it doesn't matter who you vote for. Exactly. The corporations are going to say... We need Biden now, so Biden's president. Exactly. Or we want four more years of Trump because we only pay X in taxes. And what you say, what you do, doesn't matter. It does not matter because the government will make those numbers match what the corporations and the lobbyists want it to say. Which is what happened last election. Which is what happens every election. I don't have the numbers here because I'm lazy and I didn't look them up. Awesome. Yeah, that's I love it. typical me. No, I, I applaud you. Embrace <laughs> it. But I forget what the difference was in the popular vote between Hillary and Trump last election. And it, it really, yeah. really, really upset me that 
this can happen. Like, if we're talking about the the people's right to vote and the people's the people's the people having a voice, then their voice, one vote, should matter. Mm-hmm. And so, if if a hundred people are voting for Biden and fifty people are voting for Trump, it shouldn't matter where those people live. That's correct. It's obvious Biden won right by fifty votes, and it's ridiculous to me that a vote in Texas is not worth the same as a vote in North Carolina. That's right, and it should be one person, one vote. It should, and. Honestly, I sometimes wonder if the Electoral College and all of its issues are just kind of like, is it a red herring when you're like trying to make a like scene over here so no one sees what's going on over here? Like, I don't know, but I like that red oh, We're going to say it's a red herring. That it's, to go back to the corporate influence, I feel like governments are like, yeah, let them just complain about that Electoral College. I know, it sucks. But I think even if we got rid of that, we would have to see how much corporations are invested in this and how much, like, it's almost as if I feel like we vote and it just gets ripped up and it doesn't mean anything because they're like, oh, that's, Pat, Pat, that's cute. Yay, you got your vote. But you know what? <laughs> doesn't we matter. We already know who's going to win because <laughs> we're in control. Right. And, and again, I mean, why are corporations allowed to influence elections? They have, they're, again, the people of the corporation should be allowed one vote. Right. Instead of the corporation being able to donate millions of dollars to someone's campaign. That's right. In order to influence decisions that might happen later on down the road. I know. And it's, it's ridiculous that we are, we see this. I mean, as American people, we have to be able to see that our vote really doesn't matter. I mean, surely people aren't this stupid everywhere. No. And I, but I think it's so indoctrinated, especially for women, you know, like we only got the right to vote in 1920. Like this is our civic duty and this is our right as women. I get it. And and yeah, when I was an undergrad taking like 18 women's studies classes, I was like, I don't want to hear your opinion. If you didn't vote, you're irrelevant. You know, I was really hardcore about it. But at the end of the day, it just working with a system that doesn't work. I mean, I just don't see the point yet. Here I am voting you know what i mean right and i feel stupid for voting because i know my vote doesn't matter but, but i also feel stupid for not voting but at the same time i feel stupid for not voting I know. On, on the one percent chance that maybe it does make a difference i know and i just the whole system is broken it is all of it it from is from the ground up and I mean, is it really going to take another revolution to rewrite these documents? Oh, absolutely. And we won't see it in our lifetime, but we are in the revolution. We are in the beginning of the revolution. And I think several generations from now, this will all be not fixed, but it will be better. Because I don't think we can fix it. I think we have to start over. Right. And until or if that happens, it won't completely be fixed. Right. Yeah. It's just scary. It is to look around and see. I mean, look at look at let's look at Trump for a second. Do he we has, have to? <clears throat> he has <laughs> no diplomatic um, experience. No. None whatsoever. No. 
he that's why supposedly he was voted in this country wanted a business person supposedly a business person who's filed bankruptcy how many times two three I know. how the fuck tell me this and this is this i is, know if there were not a thousand other reasons not to vote for trump this is the number one in my mind how do you bankrupt a casino yeah that's a very good question a casino by default makes money makes money hand over fist literally like prints money yes yeah and he defaulted a casino I mean, he bankrupted. Mm. So this, to me, tells me that, A, he's not a very good businessman. Right. And, two, there was probably something illegal going on. Yes. You look at all of the lawsuits against him over the years. I mean, prior to him even running for president, how can we look at those lawsuits and think that this man has integrity? I know. We can't. I know. I mean, running a, um, a fake university? Mm. You know, back in the 80s, he was brought up on charges for being a slumlord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. This man is a New York City joke who wandered into the presidency. Literally wandered. And he has so many flaws. He's misogynistic. He's homophobic. Yep. He's racist. And we're putting this man... And the president is... It's not just a president with power to make changes and blah, blah, blah. He's the face of our country. Mm, please. Think about it. I know, but that's, it's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. But when you think of Germany, you think of the leader, right? Yeah. Merkel. And do you have bad thoughts about her? I don't really have any thoughts. No. I am in awe of this woman. I don't have. I don't really know. She's an amazing, an amazing woman. Not only is she diplomatic, mm -hmm. and she runs the country the way that it's supposed to be run. And okay. She, she actually cares about the people. She has like a PhD in some shit, like like in nuclear science or something. I mean, she's incredibly smart. But you look at her. You look at the leader of New Zealand, who's also a woman, and I can't forget her name because I never write anything down. Um, it's the same thing. When you think of these countries that have strong leaders, they're the face of their country. Yeah. And so if, if they're going out into the world to meetings and summits and all of these things, and they're saying horrible things, and they're doing disgusting things, right. people are going to think that's what the country thinks. That's a reflection of their country. Okay. I, I see where you're coming from. I hope that other countries see the people in the revolution as well, hopefully. I think they do, because I think across the world we have a lot of supporters. That's true. And I, at the same time, they're making fun of us. Yeah. You know, they, they really are. And I'm not surprised, because honestly, I would be making fun of us. I, I do make fun of us. Oh, God, yeah. Um, at all the time. And if, if I were in a different country, I mean, especially a good country, right? <clears throat> I would be looking down on America, too, and making fun of them and the president. I mean, this guy is orange. Literally. I mean, we call him the orange menace in this house. I mean, first of all, he doesn't appear to be an intelligent business person. No. He's always rumpled and disheveled. Yeah. 
when he sits and he's not enjoying himself, you can see it on every inch of his face. So he's miserable. Yeah. He always looks like a, a spoiled little toddler about to have a tantrum. Yep. His little pursed lips. He has his little pursed lips and his little tiny hands. When little he, tiny hands. When he walks into a room, you know, like like I'm picturing a big summit. And when Obama walked into the room, I mean, he stood tall yeah. and proud yep. and shook hands Trump walks in, sorry, Trump waddles in because he has The orange that, menace. He has that strange waddle. And people glance at him and start snickering. Because he's ridiculous. Because he's ridiculous. And this is the face of America. Ugh. I, I refuse to accept that. And since he's been president, he's brought out the worst. Yeah. It's like all of the racist, hateful, backwoods... Yodels are like, oh, wait a second, wait a second, I can be racist now. Yeah. You know, and they're coming out of the woods. Well, and now there's fear of what's going to happen next week regardless, right? So what's going to happen if Biden is elected, the backlash from Trump supporters, potential rallies, potential violence, and then what happens if Trump gets reelected and, you know, the country mourns again. Again. Um, I came across an interesting article on five reasons why people don't vote. Oh, I want to hear this. Yes. Um, the number one reason is many Americans want to vote but can't. So in order to be a voter, in 36 states you have to have identification. Hmm. So if someone doesn't have a government-issued photo ID, they're at risk of not being able to vote. Financial barriers, lack of access to transportation, and limited um, information makes it difficult for older people, people of color, and low-income people to obtain an ID and then, therefore, vote. Yep. Um, We already talked at length about the Electoral College being an issue. Um, Former and current prisoners convicted of felonies are another group of people who are often disenfranchised during elections, especially people of color. And I'm going to go a step further and say especially men of color. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, age, gender, education, socioeconomic status, and race can impact whether a person votes. Um, so we talked about some of those barriers, especially for folks living in poverty. Uh, a U.S. census found that 47% of eligible citizens with household incomes of less than 20000 a year did not vote in, tw- in the 2012 election. And that was due to transportation issues? Yep. Financial barriers. Um, yeah, lack of information, lack of access to voting booths and stuff like that. Um, this is an interesting one. I never thought about this. Election day is held on Tuesdays. So Sunday is the most common voting day around the world. Sunday. Okay. Except the U.S., election day falls on Tuesdays in the country, and it's not a federal holiday. So that presents a dilemma for folks who have to work and won't make it to the polls in time yes but to counter that we have early voting which is available for what two weeks prior to the actual voting day that's true and it does this article does suggest that but it and and i think this was obviously written pre-pandemic because it said not all states offer these options i think it's safe to say with the pandemic all states are offering 
early voting and mail-in, but in a typical mm. non-2020 crisis year, that may not be an option in every state. Okay, that's true. Um, voters, number four, voters who don't feel can... Ooh. Voters who don't feel candidates represent their views may choose to opt out. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of that. Um, I think... And, and, I don't know, this is just my opinion when I'm speculating from what I see. I think a lot of people are talking about voting, but don't actually intend on doing it. And I think that happens every election. I don't think that's new. But I wonder if that pressure is on a little bit more this year to kind of build up like, yeah, sure, I'm going to vote. And then one doesn't because they really don't like the choices. Right. Um. Number five, citizens are less likely to vote if they think their their if they don't think their ballots matter. Um, so, fifteen percent of registered voters reported that they didn't vote in the twenty sixteen election because they didn't believe the vote would make a difference. I have to agree with. That. I have to agree with that too. A hundred percent. So, it's just a little, you know. This topic is a touchy one, and I try not to talk about it too much at work because I do realize like some of my ideas are a little bit too radical for some of my coworkers. But I, it really infuriates me how fixated we get on the illusion of this quote-unquote civic duty that we have, which leads into another article I found um, on Freakonomics.com. And the question is, why do we vote? The answer, so we can tell people we vote it. Yep. That is the main, there's this social pressure and the social conditioning, especially like in small communities. And I'm, I'm thinking back, you know, decades ago when you would see everyone at the polls and if you didn't see someone, then you knew they didn't vote. It's obviously a little bit different now, although not because everyone's posting their I voted stickers Everyone's posting pictures of them mailing in their ballots. It's like, well, where's yours? Did you vote? Did you vote? Did you vote? And that societal pressure, I think, is what caves most people. It's caving me. I feel pressured. I know intellectually, I feel in my bones my vote is not going to make any difference. But I still am doing it because I'm afraid of the outcome if I don't, and I'll feel somewhat responsible if it's not the desired outcome. It makes sense, and, and also I feel pressured to vote so that if, if the evil little man is elected again, <laughs> then I'm justified in saying, my vote didn't count, and you know. That's true. I can't complain if I don't vote. That's true. And so, yeah, I mean, ability to complain, that should be the number one. but. I don't know, I don't remember who told me this, but somebody told me recently that if voting mattered... It was me. It was me what? I told you. Oh, we'll say it then. I saw it in a meme, so I don't know who said the quote. A Mimi? Oh, a Mimi. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could have been a GIF or a GIF, I don't know. But I saw it on the interwebs, and it said, if voting mattered, it would be illegal. And that is 100% true. And I was blown away. Uh Uh-huh. I was fucking blown away. Yep. Because that is the truest thing I've heard about our voting system to date. Yes. 
Um, and it's like, like I said, you can have these conversations and everyone seems to be on board and then <laughs> it's wrapped up with, but don't forget to vote. And you're like, ah, we were right there. We were so close. I, no, I mean, I think people are going to continue to vote because they want to believe it matters. They want to believe they can be a harbinger of harbinger, harbinger. I don't know why I can't speak today. I don't know, but I like it. I like your har harbinger, harbinger. I don't know. Harbinger? Like <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger. I don't know what I'm My. talking about. Yeah, I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, it's perfect, as are you. Gosh. <laughs> I think people want to believe that it matters. And I think that that hope is what keeps us going year after year after shitty candidate. Well, and so the climate this year with voting has been very different than four years ago for for this reason that I've noticed. Four years ago, we were excited about potentially voting in someone. So for most of us, we were excited about voting in like the first female president. Mm, yeah. Now we're just eager to vote out our current president. And so the voting in, like what we're getting, it kind of doesn't matter at this point. Right. We just want him out. And it's like that kind of low bar standards yeah, yeah. is like what this country seems to be known for now is like, well, just get them out of there. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we're like the Eeyore of the world. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter anyway. Exactly. You know, and it's like, so why, how am I supposed to get all hyped for doing my fucking mail-in voting? I know. I mean... <sighs> Now, what also, and of course, this is not the first time I voted, so this is not the first time I'd seen literally almost every candidate or every option, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. That brings up a whole other host of issues because I don't fucking think there's much of a difference between the two. No, and why are we gotten down to this two-party system? Exactly. I mean, it's... It limits us. Yep. If you if you really look at the Democrats and the Republicans, they're not that different. No. And they're saying the same things, just in a little bit different way. Yes. And, but people have gotten so staunch about the Democratic and the Republican parties. Yep. Well, I'm a Republican. I always have been. I'm just gonna vote. I'm gonna vote the Democratic line. And it maybe I mean to me that's the same as organized religion. Like mm -hmm. you know, just because the church said so doesn't make it true. Why don't that's you take right. a step back and look at things? That's right. Maybe do some research. Read something that's not printed. You know, on the back of a cocktail napkin. <laughs> um, and and maybe turn off Fox News. And, and turn on some NPR or some legit news. And that's that liberal shit. Oh god, that you're See, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking snowflake. Yep. Um, yep. So I I know. And at the end of the day, the two parties are really no fucking different. They're not. They both have corporations in their back pocket. They're both flush with money. They both literally do not care about the average individual American working and paying rent and mortgage day after day after day. They literally do not care. No. No, no, no. That's it. They're just advancing their polit political careers so that they can retire after four years, write a cute book, and, like, I don't know, bebop around the country. I don't know. Yeah, and that's another thing. Who the fuck wants to be president? It's... <sighs> Leader of the free world? 
Are we? We're not free, though. No, we're not. We're not free. No, we're not. And we're not that great of a country. So power, status, probably. It doesn't. It's not lucrative, but the 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 power, the symbolism. I don't know. You couldn't. You couldn't pay me enough to be a fucking president. I thought this would be a fun fact. So in researching the basically no differences between Democrats and Republicans, I wanted to see when the last time we had a non-Democrat, non-Republican president. Right. It was a long time ago. How long? Like a real long time ago. We're like knocking on 200 years. 1850 to 1853, Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Yup. Was a member of the Whig Party. Whig? Yes. W-H-I-G. And what kind of party was that? It was not a fancy Whig Party like you're probably thinking that you'd want to go to. It sounds fancy. Doing a really, I'm talking a rough skim of Wikipedia. I'm picking up a lot of moral restraint. Ooh. Uh, yeah, a lot of um, loosely or rooted in evangelical Christianity. Oh, God. Yeah. What happened to separation of church and state? What did happen to it? Uh, I don't know. I think somebody took a shit on that. Yeah, I don't think that was ever fully fleshed out as much <laughs> as it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, to be clear, I'm not saying let's bring, you know, back the wig party, but you know, as a proud unaffiliated, I would like to have a little bit more to choose from. Yes. Which brings up the argument, the more choice you have, the less control there is. Like if we have four people that we're all voting on. Right. And they're all splitting the vote. Right. Then it leads more openings for people like Donald Trump to win. He managed to win with a two-party system. Well, I, that's what I was thinking in 2016. I mean, did we have a lot of people like writing in Hillary? I mean, writing in Bernie? I don't, I, that's, a, that's a very good question. And I don't know. And see, I don't theoretically see anything wrong with doing that because again, it's your vote. It's your right as an American, to vote, you should be able to put down who you honestly feel would do a good job. But we've all been told and taught, at least I have, that a vote for anything other than Democrat or Republican is a wasted vote. And it's somehow we've twisted it into it's going to go (laughs) into the votes for the person you don't want. I I don't understand how that would work with everyone, but that's what I was raised kind Mm -hmm. of. Believing like, that's a vote for Bush. That's a vote for this guy. And it's like, wow, I don't want to do that. I want to, and this is just more fucking falling in line, conformity, social pressure. Like, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to pick the less evil old white guy. I mean, that's literally what I did yesterday. I was like, less evil old white guy. (laughs) I mean, like, I, I'm at a loss. Well, let me ask you a question. We Please. watched a documentary last week about politics. We did? Yes. It was, <laughs> there was one part where they were, they were talking about the 2016 election and how the, all the precincts were um, voting on who should be the Democratic pick. Okay. 
And a couple of the precincts had voted unanimously to elect, um, to nominate Hillary Clinton. Okay. But they changed it to be, um, no, not Hillary. Anyway, there was, they were, they changed the results okay. to not be Bernie. Oh. And it showed him at the convention, remember? Yes. And the, they were like, okay, this state, who does this state want? And even though the state had voted for Bernie to be the, the nom yes. nominee, they were like, Hillary, because that's what they were told to say. Exactly. I think it was West Virginia. I, I, on, I don't really know what you're talking about. I may have been impaired. Oh, okay. I mean, it's possible, right? It's quite very possible. <laughs> so um, I'm not entirely remembering what we watched, but um, just like from living that time of four years ago, the consensus the day after election day seemed to be because like journalists were just kind of like, I, I don't understand. It was supposed to be Hillary. Like we have the Hillary banner. Like, what do we do now? You know, like they were prepared. So the journalists were like, trying to make sense of this, like, well, why would we get the popular vote for one candidate and the electoral vote for the other? Oh, people must have have already planned on voting for Trump, but said they were gonna vote for Hillary because they knew how that would look. If they knew that's how it would look, why would you vote for someone like that? I don't know. I don't, I'm still baffled as to how Trump I am not. Elected. I am I, not. I mean, I'm I'm blown away. Nope. Actually, not at all. The moment that I real that I found out it was Trump, and well, I'm honestly when I found out it was Trump that won the Republican primary, I was like, well, he's going to win. I just really? knew a one hundred percent because it's all about money. It's about power. It's about status. It's about greed. Hello. Does that not sound like? Yeah, that's him to a T. Right. And everyone's everyone's got their hands in things. I mean, I, this could take a whole like other left turn over here. But I mean, think about that guy. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I not remember his name? The dirty, filthy, rich guy with the island. Epstein. Yes. So we all know like Jeffrey Epstein and Trump were friends and we all know that Epstein had many high powered influential men who were partaking in the gross pedophilia and sexual assault that was going on trigger warning. Um, how do we know that these candidates aren't part of that? How do we, you know what I mean? Like, how do we know, do you know? <laughs> I think you might be impaired now. It might have just hit me. Uh-huh. But but do you know what I mean? Like to have someone in power like that, like Trump, ugh, and potentially having been part of that. Yes, I and mean, that comes down to... I mean, I'm, we don't, I'm getting blackmail, I'm getting... We don't know what every single person has done. And I think that a lot of dirt comes out when people start running for office. Mm. Which brings me back to the evil orange man 
Yes. Is that when he was running for president back in 2016, all of this evil stuff started coming out about him. Rape allegations, yep. uh, you know, improper touching, yep. sexual harassment. All of these charges were coming out. I forget how many women came forward. And not a goddamn thing was done. Nope, nothing. But if somebody comes out and says, Bill X down the street sexually assaulted me, we've got cops hauling him off to jail before the sun sets. But not a goddamn thing happened to Trump. Now, with Trump's own lips, he was talking about his exploitation of females when he was a judge at the Miss America um, pageants. Yep, yep. How he would go into the dressing rooms and they couldn't say no to him. Um, so yeah, he got to go in and, and uh, watch women in various stages of, of, of being undressed. He was quoted as saying, what, grab them by the pussy? Yep. Who says this? Uh, apparently the person who is in charge of this country. It's disgusting. Then when he gets on the stage and he mocks a disabled reporter, it that should have been it. We should have been lights out. He should have been escorted out of the His building. His human card should have been revoked at that and, point. And we're done. Yeah. We are done. And yet it kept going. Yep. Another day, another week, another month. And then before you know it, he's the president. Now. And he's, it's not like this is um, supposition. I'm not guessing. I'm not watching Fox News. These are things that I have seen with my own eyes. Um, he was, you know, at this rally, which was being uh, aired live. Yeah. And there were thousands of people in the crowd, and yep. he's up there mocking a disabled reporter. Yep. So this isn't something that can be made up. No, and I think to kind of circle back, we've answered that question. He has money, and he's powerful, and he's a white cis male. But he's disgusting. That's honestly part of the criteria. He molests women. I know. I mean, so how can we, how can we honestly, with a straight face, say that this man is the president of the United States well, of America? Well, I don't. I say he's the orange menace who just happens to live in the White House currently. I mean, it's disgusting. Yes. It's disgusting that other world leaders in other countries are looking at him as the head of our country. Yeah. He is the face of our nation. Oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <sighs> he's the face of our nation. I need like a palate cleanser, you know? Yeah. We have one week left. I know. One week in the day. <sighs> and I'm scared. Oh, I'm terrified. I am absolutely terrified yep. that he's going to win. I have a very strong instinct, as you know, that he will. That he will win. I know. Yes. And I, I hope that you're starting to be serious about packing. Oh, I am. I mean, yeah. We're, we're talking about Canada. We're not talking about it. I have a notebook full of notes. Yeah, Laura makes very detailed notes on our future Canada move. I know exactly where we're going to live. Yeah. And I almost announced it. Ew. <laughs> I don't want anyone finding us. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, would you be willing to stay if he didn't win? I'd be willing to consider staying if he didn't win. Okay. Because, you know... My my position is I, I want to stay in this country and help fight the good fight. If we were actively in a full-out revolution, I would stay and fight. But this social media revolution bullshit isn't doing anything. 
Oh, it is. Nah. Yeah. Nope. We're in it. Until we're, we take We're down, in the revolution. Baby, corporations, the government, they're laughing at us. Oh, I have no doubt. We're not going to end this revolution in our lifetime or even your son's lifetime. But you know what? We'll I can start it. I can be a part of the social media revolution. From Canada. From Canada. I got it. Eh? I'm with you. Hey. Eh? <laughs> Oh, Canada. <laughs> That's I can all I be, know. I can be a part of the revolution while I'm oot a boot. <laughs> and I think that might be a good place to end it. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. If you are interested in sending us listener letters, asking for advice, sharing something unusual or topics that you want us to discuss, send an email to pixieandogrepod at gmail.com. That's P-I-X-I-E-A-N-D-O-G-R-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Thanks.